By the way, I'm I'm totally into this new like animal craze, um, capybaras. I have no fucking clue what a capybara is. What are you talking about? Is that a Disney thing? No. Okay. So capybaras, they're like this animal that's literally gone viral on um, social media. I see a picture of one. It's yes. It's so cute. And they're just such zen animals. Like nothing could bother them. They're just like go about and do their own thing. And it looks like Faraday. <laughs> I won't tell him you said that. <laughs> Welcome to Fairway to Heaven, a live golf podcast with myself, Sue N. Hang, and my partner in crime, Jerry Fultz. Uh, if you're wondering, you know, you guys look familiar, sound familiar, we are on the regular live golf broadcast crew uh, during the coverage of our 14 events. Uh, you know what? We haven't spent enough time together and we missed each other in the off season. So here we are, you know, doing a podcast. So, mm, yeah. Yeah. And we look forward to it so much every single week. Could you every just week. tell? It's like I mean, the highlights so of the day. Good. Yes, no, we do. Um, my my son, who is our <laughs> biggest critic, said said, you know, the way you and Sue Ann get along around everybody else that you work with is kind of legendary, but it, it's not quite coming through on the podcast yet. You sound, you both sound a little forced. So we got to be a little more relaxed, a little more. Yeah, you have I, to give me more shit, and you and you have to cuss more, like you always do in front of me. You you know I think you know what the problem is. Um, I've got coffee in this mug, and you've got a zero percent alcohol in that tin. That's the problem. Uh, that that's could the, be that's an the issue. issue. But that's it all stemmed from our rides to the golf course when we were usually sober. Well, I'm well, over, but sober. <laughs> Drunk from last night, you mean? But, uh, well, yeah. you gotta tell yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you, you gotta tell Jackson. Hey, you gotta be careful what you wish for because once we get the show quite literally on the road. Um, yeah. Are you gonna introduce Willie Balls? Oh yeah, sorry. This is uh, Willie Balls, uh, aka Will Balsam. Uh, he is our producer <laughs> and uh, the best looking of us all. Uh, nope. He is also going to get married very soon. Um, Breaking into prison. I, I believe uh, your. What do you guys call it? Stag do bachelor party? Ba whatever bachelor that is. party. Yeah. That's pretty soon, right? Next weekend, yeah. <laughs> Will there be a poll involved? There'll be no <laughs> polls involved. Oh, for Christ's sakes. That's not a bachelor party. <laughs> you want to come, hey, it's, Jerry? It's... Yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> On my way. Yeah, it'll Where be is senior it again? night. Scottsdale. Oh, not bad. Maybe oh, Jonesy will have you over right. for some beers. Maybe, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Is. Jonesy Jonesy will probably have uh, some, probably some insight to where you could go. We just gave away our first guest, our guest, our special guest. Well, I didn't. You did, you numb nut. Oh. Fucking idiot. Yeah. I was all about like going about tea it up and like, you know, and. Do the whole Tita, Australian Do thing. that presenter thingy. You call it presenter. Yeah. Do it. Just... Oh, and wow. our special guest really. this evening will be. And now you've killed the vibe twice because he's not ready yet. He's not in the waiting room. Well, Jerry? He's in the airport. He's in the airport. Yes. Going somewhere. Yeah. So he's probably going through TSA or something right now. <sighs> anyway, what else was I doing at three o'clock in the morning? I was trolling the internet. As you would, um, 
Isn't it called surfing? Is it why is it trolling? Because you're stalking people. I'm like looking for like goss gossip. I was following. Actually, What'd I was find? doing a lot of Golden Globe stuff. You know, some Golden Globe like red carpet stuff. Very mindless. Cherry, are you just familiar some... with the Golden Globes? You look absolutely blown away. No, I'm that. just. I'm. I am. I'm very familiar with the Golden Globes. I just uh, a friend of mine. His dad used to help produce it, but. Um, I have no idea why Sue Ann was perusing the Golden Globes at 3 a.m. Do you know, um, well, first of all, it's always entertaining. The speeches are always entertaining. There's always like drama. There's always gossip. Someone's always unhappy. And someone's always wearing something that's like out of this world. So you just like, you know, it's like, it's fun. And then Taylor Swift is there and there's always, you know, something around Didn't somebody her say and... a joke about her and she didn't react? She just like took a drink of something. And then I think somebody leaned over to her and explained it to her. Yeah, I think what Joe Coy, I think Joe Coy did a joke and I don't know if it quite uh, sunk in with her or she was offended and trying not to look offended. I don't know, man. But um, by the way, speaking of, of hangover, I feel like I've, I'm trying to get over a whole week of a hangover probably well that's what happens when wine. you visit wine country yeah and by the way i i realized that through our texts and and what have you in our discussion last week that you need to remember wine country doesn't have an h in it it's not w-h-i-n-e country so quit whining <laughs> why don't we do the dream foursome why don't we just get right into that right off the rip Ooh, yes yes i love a good dream foursome uh jerry just just a heads up, we're talking about golf here, specifically. Your dream foursome for golf? Of course. Of um, course. Who, who would I yours just, be, Sue Ann? Look, I, who knows? You never know what goes through your mind. So basically, you know, last week there was a guy that, like, teed off at a really random public golf course in Colorado. And apparently he ended up being paired with two of his favorite NBA players. <laughs> um so, yeah, so it makes, you know, so then Willie Balls was like, who would be your dream foursome? That's a very good question. I think I, I would have to go with, I think Justin Timberlake would have to be. Wow. My One of them. Yeah. yeah Justin okay. Timberlake. I would go um, Tom Brady. That's cool. Tom Brady and Tiger Woods. Are you sure you're sick into golf? Well, Yes. Willie Falls, thank you very much. You know, look, you never know what happens after a round of golf. Yeah, those are some good-looking dudes. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of. I mean, mine are not going to be. You said I can't make it attractive people. So, I uh, my actual dream force would be playing golf with my son anywhere in the world in two beer carts. That would be perfect. That's four. That counts. Um, that's the only one I really care about. Last round of golf I play, I want to play with him and nobody else, and it's somewhere really cool. Uh, I can't think of who, like, I idolize Arnold Palmer. I would have to say the only autograph I've ever asked for is Arnold Palmer. Um, okay. what about from the entertainment industry? Um, you don't want to play like any baseball players or like football players or like cricket? Well, I know Johnny I Bench pretty into. well. He's cool as hell. Arlo I, White. I, I no, not Ar anybody but Arlo, actually. Yeah. Uh, but the best story ever. Now, this is this. I told you guys in text that there's a funny story behind this. The best story ever is years ago, 
uh, my golf channel peers, when I was at golf channel, they went around, they were covering the champions tour and they were filming some segments to roll in for maybe their instructional show or maybe the actual broadcast. And they, and they, the question was who your dream foursome and they get to, now they're taping it. It isn't live. They're taping it and they get to Jim Thorpe, who I could tell you so many hilarious stories about Jim Thorpe, but, but um, he said, he said, well, let me think about it. He said, dream foursome. Uh, let's go with Halle Berry. Let's go with uh, Whitney Houston. And, uh, and uh, no, nah, fuck it. Let's just make it a threesome. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. That's <laughs> uh, a true story. I did my best to impersonate Jim. I can never impersonate him, but I love being around the guy. He is I, so engaged. I was, but I was trying to figure out what was funnier. Just like your, your attempt at, impersonating somebody or the actual story it's almost like you're so uncomfortable doing that uh not well i was uncomfortable you know the innuendo and presenting it to somebody who i have so much respect for sorry will <laughs> yeah <laughs> you lost uh, everyone had so much respect for yeah, yeah i know uh, who would who would be in your dream foursome will he be tiger woods is the obvious one that just goes without saying. And then I would probably go with Derek Jeter. And let's make, it, make a it a threesome. <laughs> I, but I wish, I wish you would have just gone, fuck it, let's just make it a threesome. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Some of my most memorable rounds of golf were at a club here in Orlando called Keens Point, where I was a member for a while. And, oh, I uh, love we that would, golf course. Yeah, we would play fivesomes with five carts. They let you each take your cart, and we'd have five different speakers on, five different tastes of music going. And we'd play in 245, three hours, and just have a blast, an absolute blast. Well, it looks like Matt is ready to join the call, so we can save our foursomes, fivesomes, All right. Spoiler alert number three. After Matt leaves us. <laughs> Matty Jones. Where are you right now? Are you, are you at the airport? We are in Miami airport. Our PR team has uh, given us a green light to announce that uh, you have re-signed with Ripper GC. So congratulations. You know, our our team, uh, Liv, Liv's team of administrators, sorry, Sue Ann, have done an incredibly good job of keep being very tight-lipped on a lot of things uh, regarding players signing and, and trades and what have you. Yours was the worst kept secret in the entire league. We all know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Cam's, Cam's, Cam told me without telling me during the season last year, anyway. So um, that's always good. I've got a great relationship with Cam and Leash, and um, I was very happy for him to let me know that, and uh, it should be a good year. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely excited to to watch your team. I'm gonna still adopt. The Ripper GC boys is my team for 2024. We always have to pick one at the start of the season, and I'm sticking with you guys. I am curious to to see, uh, you don't have to spill any beans unless you really want to, but uh, who player number four will be, and I'm hoping it's going to be an Australian person because I love the all Aussies theme. Yeah. I love how you guys are so chill and so funny, and you guys love your beers and a good time. <laughs> I think that's the just point because I have a beer for me. <laughs> uh, I don't 
I don't think it's my place to uh, announce any players at all. So I'm going to leave that for uh, the captain or for Liv to be that. Yeah, yeah, well, we figured. Is so. it somebody who fits in with the team? That's the most important thing with Rivers. Look, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm going to leave that. <laughs> that is that's the, cap- that's the captain's job. I uh, very yeah, good. It's not my place very to good. let any information out. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get get getting anything out of me. Yeah, that's that's definitely an Aussie thing, and they're very loyal to their their captains, uh, the Aussies. Yeah, well, well, uh-huh. we're, we're we're just a, we enjoy each other's company, and we like to have a good time. And uh, I'm sure whoever the next player is will fit that mold too. Josie, hey, speaking I, of good times, were you at your captain's uh, bachelor party, the week long bachelor party? Yes, I wouldn't. Yes, yes, I was. It was. Okay, a, you can uh, tell us some stories about that just between us. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> no, it was a uh it was a it was a lot of drinking you can understand you can expect that with uh us boys and and his uh his mates from australia that came over for the miami event and we all went in a bus down to uh down towards key west and we had a great time and um, it started sunday night at fisher in miami and then it continued well into the next week and, Pricey was and, and you were at the well. wedding too right you just I was at the wedding a few weeks I ago. Yeah, I did. Yep, Leash and I both attended the wedding. It was a it was a great wedding up in uh, Brisbane. Uh, so now, yeah, Cam's Cam's married and he's happy and uh, looking forward to him getting back over here to America to start to get ready for Miami. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, Jonesy, I, I got to to watch you a couple of times last year on a golf course. Uh, followed your group, and quite often than not. Before I could even give a yardage or say a word, you've gone. You, you've already hit the golf shot. You have possibly one of the fastest pre-shot routine I've ever seen, ever. Uh, how did that come about? Have you always had it? Is it always something that you've done throughout your life? I'm curious because it, it literally is the fastest I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's always been that way. It may be a little bit faster now than it used to be, um, but it's uh, it's always something that I've done. But like people say I'm I'm very fast, yes, but I always have multiple practice swings. If you stand back and watch me, I will have two or three or four swings to get a feeling for the shot that I'm trying to hit, and then I will walk in and I will go as soon as I can to try and emulate that feeling. Um, so I have that positive feeling of what I'm trying to do and then I go in there and try and do it and I try and feel like I've always got motion and I'm always trying to move. Because if I stand there, I feel like I'm stuck in the mud and I can't think. Right. You it is have, fast. you have like so many Australians have never been accused of taking yourself or the game too seriously. You seem to keep it in the right perspective. Is that a a kind of a a cultural thing amongst the self-deprecating sense of humor that Aussies have, or is that something that's always been a part of your personality? Um, I, I think it comes from growing up in Australia. I mean, Aussies don't like tall, the tall poppy syndrome, and they'll break you, they'll knock you down. Um, so you can't take yourself too seriously. You can't think of yourself too highly being in Australia because your mates will bring you down quickly. So. Um, We'll just try and have a good time, go with whatever whatever we can and have fun. And um, I mean, you can't really take it too seriously, can you? Because then you, then you get upset and then you start to make mistakes. So just try and enjoy it and have fun. I read somewhere uh, on an article um, that 
if you were not to play golf, apparently you would be a soccer player. Uh, well, that's <laughs> I did say Ta- that. Come on, tell us, no. tell us about that. Well, tell us no. about that story. No, or no, you would I, have at least pursued football. I would have. I actually, I got asked this question at media so, this week in Miami, and I said I might be homeless. If, if I didn't play golf, because I, I had absolutely no idea what I would do. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, I could play. I played competitive soccer, played a good level of soccer, and um, I had the choice of trying to continue soccer or coming to America to go to college, play golf, and pursue golf. Um, I think I made the right choice because I would have tried to play soccer, but I probably wouldn't have got to the level where I needed to. Um, I'm, I'm happy with my decision, so. I've made a few good decisions in my life so far, and they uh, they paid out, paid off. Well, you made a good decision to come to America and go to school, but you chose the second best school in the state of Arizona. Ah, oh, here we go. Seriously, ASU. Here now, the problem is me being one of the very <laughs> few wildcats that's still in existence in golf, and yep. I'm not playing it, obviously, is you guys now have the most most alums from any school in Live Golf. There's six of you now, six Sunday that I have to do. We with. do, and we not just right. uh, we just added a really nice Sunday too, two uh, not too long ago, which was a uh, an impressive get for the live uh, live team and the, the live goal. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm I'm sorry you had to go to college down there at town. You could have had a choice between going to Tempe or down there. I know where I would have chosen. Well, you know what everybody who went to U of A or ASU has in common, right? They no, all apply to U of A. That's a good one. That is yeah. good. Um, I, I, there's no, I have no comeback for that at all. I got nothing for you. <laughs> and obviously, you, you've never left after. Uh, you're now based in Scottsdale, am I right? I am. Yep. I've With been your family. Since, I've been in uh, Arizona since '99. I came over. I've been in Within Australia. Wow. wow. What's wow, a wow, wow. what's a what's a what's life like for you when you're not playing? When you're not, you know, touring or, or doing anything. Uh, I know you've got some. You have some kids. You have a wife, a beautiful wife. Um, what's the day in the life of Maddie Jones back in, um, in Arizona? Probably a typical dad. But when I'm home, I'm home. So I. Uh, I wake up. I probably I take the kids to school every day if I can. Um, I pick them up from school every day if I can, and then they they love to ride horses. So I'm at the, I'm at the barn four times a week with them, riding their horses and probably just doing whatever they want to do, chasing them around. Um, I'm away quite a bit, so when I'm home, I try to be home and be with them as much as I can. Uh, when I'm not practicing, how many horses well. do you guys have? Uh, I have my 11-year-old has a horse that she rides. My 9-year-old has a horse that she rides. And now my 5-year-old just got a horse and she just started to ride. So that's the only sport they play. They love it. Um, and I tried I tried to get them out of it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they love it. So I, I don't think there's any going back now. Bicycles are a hell of a lot cheaper, Jonesy. Right, so. <laughs> I'm um, it's yeah, it's it's impressive. What uh, what's the only more expensive thing would probably be polo. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to yeah. come spend some time down on uh, on on um, who has the ranch in Ocala? Uh, Louis. Um, Louis, Louis, yeah. Louis, 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 Louis,
Yeah, he has. Well, he Westy's has the same. got like twenty-one horses or something, don't they? Yeah, he does. He, he races them over there in England, but Louis feels my pain that we have to buy horses and they get to ride them and jump them. We can't make money on them. I know. Uh, I think this was in Singapore, speaking of horses, and we we're in a rain delay uh, at our live event. And I think I was watching yourself, Cam Leash, uh, Sam, and a couple others, I think, sitting at a table watching horse racing. Now, is that a big thing yes. for you guys? Um, it's super passionate about it. We are. I mean, for me personally, yeah, I remember when I was six years old, my dad would take me up to the tab, which is the local place where you bet, and I'd grab tickets off the ground and put them in a little slot to see if anyone threw away a winning ticket and try and get some money. And then I'd watch the screen and I'd pick a horse and my dad would give me a dollar and I'd put a, put a bet on and um, on the horses. So I've been I've been on looking at the horses and betting on horses since I was probably six years old. Wow. And your dad's now been wow. reported to uh, social services. <laughs> uh, we don't have that in Australia, but I think it's in uh, the DNA of Australians to uh, gamble and drink. So I think I'll be fine. I think you'll be fine too. Uh, my, my dad taught me how to deal blackjack when I was in eighth grade. So I totally understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so not going to throw my dad under the bus for any of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Singapore. Slightly different rules out here. Probably. Hey, back to back to you resigning with the Ripper. Sorry to change subject from the bullshit we're talking, but back to you resigning. Was there any time during the season where you're like, I got to get my butt in gear because my there are no guarantees. My contract's up at the end of the year and I got to get my butt in that top 24. I mean, did, was there ever no, a I'd... sense of panic in your mind? There wasn't panic, but there was more of a, a feeling of, I want to start playing better to help the team out and get into that top 24 so I don't have to rely on Cam to have to pick you. Um, it's never, you never want someone to have to pick you to be on your team. You want to earn it. Um, and that's the mindset that I'm going in with this current year. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed for me next year. So I've really got to pull my finger out and play well this year to, to guarantee my spot on a, on a team next year. You can't possibly work any harder. I mean, I see you, you work as hard as anyone I see out there. What uh, what do you need to do better, differently? How do you, how do you get the best out of yourself? I guess is the question. Yeah, I I would say ever since I had an injury a long time ago in my lower back, I tore part of my oblique, and ever since then I've had a back lower back problem, and that's gotten a lot better now. Um, but my swing has been compensating for that type of injury for a long time, and I think it's starting to come out of the um the protection phase that you have in a golf swing sometimes when you're fighting something. Uh, so I think I think I've got over that, and I think my swing will be back to close to where it was when I knew the exact ball flight shape trajectory that I wanted to hit and when when I could hit it. Well, I was going to ask you about your brother. I think I got to meet him. Where were we? Where did I meet him? DC? Miami or no? Miami. Miami yeah. Yeah, I think Miami. I got to meet your brother, and you guys are quite literally identical twins. Like <laughs> if. if I couldn't tell which one was Matt at that point. Um, but you your brother Brett, when am I not? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, your brother is an impressive golfer himself. And uh, got a funny stat here on our little package that our producer Willie Balls put together for us. Um, but in 2015, he qualified for the PGA Championship, and it was that it was at the same year you were leading after 36. Yes, it was, but Winston's raced. 
So we did yeah. first, and on, first and only uh, major or PJ Tour event. So um, it was it was great for him to be able to get to play one um, and to for me to play well and for him to be in the tournament. We had a lot of senior family that came over from Australia too. So um, it was cool. But yeah, he was a very good golfer. He just got inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame um, in November, which was pretty cool. Or, October. So um, he had a very good career up there and he's back in Australia now with his wife and kids. Were you guys very competitive growing up? Like We really weren't. He was he's five years older than me. So we never we never had that much of his competitive nature at all. I mean, being five years apart, there was a lot of he was playing a much higher level of golf and against a higher quality of golf than I was when I was thirteen, he was eighteen. So we never really mm-hmm. did play against each other. Right, but I'm sure you probably got a lot of guidance uh, from him, maybe some advice of, of what you could yeah. do and how you could practice and I did. I did. He 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 picked up golf much later when he was going through high school. He didn't play as much as I would have when I was in high school. So, and then he went on to become an electrician. Um and I went to America um to to the best college in uh, Arizona. So and then he got, he got he got to come over five years later. Hey, uh, after that cheap shot, we got a couple other subjects that our producer Willie Balls, Will Balsam, we like Willie Balls so much better, um, that he put together to ask you about as well. Uh, it's we got to talk about Tiger splitting up with Nike because um, okay. that was I mean that was iconic. But first, what the hell is Jason wearing? What is that? I mean, what the hell are those pajamas? Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. That was, I mean. Have you texted him? No, no, not at all. No, I. Uh, <laughs> what I, the text I saw them. Dude, yeah, you look I don't like know. shit. I don't know what to say to that outfit. But I mean, there's been plenty of golfers that have terrible outfits on. So I mean, that might be a way for that company to try and get uh, recognition and people talking about it. So giving the worst stuff, giving the worst stuff you can to start and get people talking about it, and looking at it. Well, the thing is, that stuff yeah. was in style at one point. I remember I used to wear Mark Scott clothing back in when I played, and they were like granimals. They like came in yes. color-coded packages. So I'd, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I wouldn't know what it is. Uh, JJ Spawn had to tell me that it was a skateboard company in California. Is that what it is? Who's the... Melbourne? Like what's it that. called? Melbourne? Melbourne? Melbourne or something. It's just like skateware yeah. or something. Huh. Oh, I didn't even didn't know, that. know that. I'm sure a lot more people I, know it now than they did before. I, I didn't even Google it, so I wouldn't know if that's true or not. Who's but... the worst? Who's the worst dress golfer you've ever seen? On that note, wow. Jerry, this is for you too. This is a hard question, isn't it? Because I mean, I don't know. Woody man. Austin, the nineties. Of... Well, yeah. Woody good Austin, one. good one. Yeah, that's a good, good one. one. <laughs> there are so there are so many, and like. Mike Donald always used to. Mike Donald always used to look like he slept in his car. Um, I have some terrible pictures of myself wearing horrendous flares. Just these flared pants at the bottom back when I was first on tour. Oh, okay. And you had we the need little, to see that. We need to see the little those slit photos. on the outside as well. The little slit that. on yeah. the yes, they were bad. No, I look back at it. Some cuff we, pants. Oh, we need terrible. those photos, Jonesy. We need no. those photos. I had some bad, bad influences back in the day when I was on the, um, it might have been the nationwide tour and they helped me pick out my pants. I'm not going to mention the names, but looking back at it, it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to see those pictures now. Yeah. I'm going to maybe try and Google it. Uh, Matt Jones nationwide or something. I'm going to say it. Yeah. it but... no, I was, I was on tour. I was on tour when it first, when they first came out. Pretty sure Jerry's onto it already. Probably. No, no, no. It, I was Jerry? going to, but then I realized Matt Jones is such a common name. I'm going to get all these randos showing up on here that I don't really care about. So, All right, Jonesy, how about we play a little quick five? Aussie edition. I came up with this list myself, so don't hate me. Um, here we go. You can obviously, you know how this works, right? It's this or that. Don't take yep. much time. You just give me an answer. Here we go. Kingston Heath or Royal Melbourne? Kingston Heath. Bangers and mash or chicken parma? Bangers and mash. Wow, really? Uh, cricket or Aussie rules? Cricket. Crowded house or men at work? Ooh. Crowded house. Oh, good choice. All right. Um, do we go Carlton, Carlton or Leishman beer? I'm sorry, Leish. I'm going to say Carlton Bra. <laughs> all right there you go that's your quick five the australian edition i like it, love it. kingston heath it's hard to beat that one no, we spoke to greg last week he said that um royal melbourne was his favorite i think right he did Wasn't yeah. it, Jerry? i think his favorite design yeah. is what he said yeah yeah i mean I you like could, favorite design you could pick so many of the golf courses down there there's so many amazing golf courses in melbourne well looking forward at our uh our season in 20. 24 we're going to some fantastic spots um all around the world but also in america what are you looking forward to the most which location um it's hard to say not adelaide i mean it was such a great experience there last year i thought the fans were phenomenal the way they embraced the golf they don't get to see that quality of golfer and that many of them i don't know when they last did to be honest with you um and they just loved it. Uh, but other than other than Australia, I would say I've never been to Hong Kong, so I'm always excited to go see new places and see new golf courses. So I'll be uh, I'll be looking forward to getting to that place. Lots of horse racing there. It's a big thing. I saw the I saw <laughs> the boys at the horse races there when they were there playing the um, Asian the international series event not long ago. So uh, right. I think I yeah. think we'll make it there. To, I think we'll make it to some night nice ra nice racing for sure. That'd be awesome. That I'm sure Dom would be taking all of us. <laughs> yeah. Dom will look out for us. They have yeah. night races. You go there and you gamble away and drink away and all that. It sounds in. like heaven, doesn't it, Jerry? We'll be there. Trust me. I'm in. I'm so in. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to be. I mean, I don't know your feelings. I don't know how much you played it when you played on tour. My hat's lopsided. What the? It looks like. Goes no one cares. Jason, no one's looking Jason at you. Dave's pants. Um, you, I would think you would play well at Mayakoba. You, yeah, I um, I've, I've played there. I've played there a bunch. I've played there a lot. Um, I don't think I have played that well there in the past. To be honest with you, you would think I would. I typically have an issue with the grass there. The pass problem? Yes, it's not a it's yeah. not a native grass and a comfortable grass that I've played on. Um, your chipping hat, your chipping technique has to change a little bit to get used to that grass. Um, and I've had I've had a lot of issues on those greens parting. I read somewhere you know, that you um, your wedges are are quite unique compared to most people on tour. That's I don't I don't know where I'm getting all the stuff from. So you can tell me if it's all bullshit. But apparently yeah. you have like a lot more bounce 
on uh, your wedges than normal. I do. I love um, just because you try and try and use the bottom of the club a little bit more yeah. than than the actual edge and stuff. So yeah. would that be part of the issue with that grass? Uh, I would actually think it would help them all bounce out of that pass palin and that grass. Uh, a sharper leading edge would dig on pass palin, I think, but maybe I'm backwards there. Maybe that's why I have str struggled chipping there. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do like bounce more than most people would, to be honest with you, because I do like a sharper angle of attack when I chip. I don't like a shallow angle of attack at all. Um, so I do mm -hmm. like a sharper angle of attack, so I can use the back of the club. You know what's funny is, I mean, I was watching the Century, the Kapalua tournament this weekend, and Scotty Scheffler, who's just like the greatest ball striker alive, uh, weekend and weekend, yeah. um, and he is a magician around the greens with a great short game, but he does not have that shot where you slide the club underneath. He digs at every single one. And it's, it, yeah. it, I mean, obviously you can get away with it if you're good at it. Yeah. I, I, I've noticed that with him. He's definitely a guy that traps it and digs it more, more yeah. with a, a square leading edge. Um, but if, I mean, he's a phenomenal chipper too. Um, yeah. But I guess, I guess the, the putter is the one that lets him down. <sighs> Yeah. Hey, l listen, the, speaking of uh, wedges and what have you, I can't get over how crooked my hat bill is. Let me, let me fix that. That's your head. Um, it's your head. It's not, that's your head. It's not a hat. Could be my head. Could be the fact that I've been sober for 41 days. Don't ask why. Um, I, I last, time I, I, last time I followed you playing golf, it was you and one of my favorite people on earth, Ryan Palmer, were teammates at the, I, I still call it the shark shootout. Now it's all, all obviously <laughs> the mixed team, mixed event. Um, yeah. yep. But I still call it the shark shootout. And uh, and it was it 16th, 15th hole. 15th hole. Uh, no chance we were sober. No chance we were sober. One of you two laid the sod over it so bad. I think it was Ryan, and then you it might even been a practice swing, and you couldn't even hit. Do you remember that? I was standing right there. It was absolutely <laughs> no. Oh, just laid the sod over. But, yeah. yeah. I think I think it was your turn to hit I, Ryan. I laid the sod it. over. Um, you didn't know what to do. Knowing the state we were probably in at that point um, from the <laughs> night before, I could I could believe it. I mean, that tournament back in the day, we used to have a lot of fun. Yeah. There was a lot of lot of lot, lot of alcohol consumed. I'm not I'm mm -hmm. not painting a good picture here for, for Australians. Uh, am I right now without the amount of drinking <laughs> I'm talking about? You started at six years old, going to the off track betting with your dad. So it's all it's all yeah. interesting. Yeah, go to the pub and you get a shandy with your dad. It's a lemonade yeah. with a, or a sprite sprite oh, with a bit of beer. A shandy. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I love a good miss, miss those days. To close out the interview, can you share with us one thing? that perhaps nobody knows about you that he wishes he went to u of a i know it, it's be it. <laughs> no one thing that people don't know about me i mean like do you have tattoos do you cook are nope. you like a an amazing no, driver i mean are you uh I, i'm a terrible cook i i could burn i could burn rice that's probably about it um i'm definitely not a cook whatsoever uh We'll see. We've learned something about you that nobody would know. Yeah. You're a terrible um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I've got nothing for you, to be honest. Sorry. I don't know. I, you've got to give me a heads up on that. I need time to uh, think about well, that. Can, the fun is to not give you a heads up. <laughs> can you make Aussie meat pies? You ever tried making Aussie meat pies at home? You can't get them over here anymore. Actually, my wife does, and she makes them really good. They're oh. amazing. Actually. Ooh. I, 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 wish, I wish we came to Arizona again. I would have made some and bring them to you. 
Uh, I what remember... type does she do? Does she does she do the, the 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 chunky ones or does she do the mince pies? No, she does. The, I ask her to do the chunky ones, but then I spile yeah. a little phyllo mm. pastry all over it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's a, like a some, Guinness type. Oh, with some pie? yep, with some oh, tomato sauce, yeah. lathered, lathered in tomato sauce. Mm. I had a lot mm. when I was in Australia. The, the, my my favorite so thing about Australia funny. is just that little ketchup thingy, the pouches that you can just squeeze it. Yep, it's literally yeah. the best invention ever. Won't be long I don't know why you. they don't have it anywhere else. It so. won't be long before you down there. You'll be able to enjoy it. I will say I do love I do love a, a good coffee. That might be something people don't know about me. I do love a good uh, cappuccino. Ooh, you are Australian. Australians are very particular about the coffee beans. Yes, very particular. I think That's, your team, we do. I think Nick from your team, travels with their own coffee machine. We do travel with our own coffee actually, machine. Yep, barista type we things. Do, right? We 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 barista it. We uh, put the hearts on the milk just for the boys, so we know that they've got love before they go out and play. Oh, Are you sure oh, they're hearts? <laughs> it could be a different <laughs> angle. They could look like something else. Oh, no, it's, it's a heart. Okay. It's, not, it's not a it's not a butt cheek. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thank you so much for your time. Safe travels. Are you going back to Scottsdale? I am. Yep. I'm getting landed about 1 a.m. Okay. So get home and get the kids ready for school. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us, All right. Well, we'll us, let man. you go. And awesome. um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'll see you guys in uh, Mexico. Look forward to it. Yes. See you in Mexico. Indeed. Yes. Happy New Year. See, see you guys. <laughs> bye. Bye. See ya. Well, that was fun. Yeah. That was good. It was completely non-scripted good shit. I'm getting another. Where are you going? I'm getting another shitty beer. Oh, great! I didn't even start this till last mm -hmm. week. It was it was just a week ago when I when I thought you know what I really want a beer right now. I'm going to buy some of these. These are the but these are like thirteen dollars a six pack for the Heinekens, and I'm cheap. <laughs> uh well he's uh jonesy's funny he's uh i swear man every time i'm in his group i mean i get that he does very very meticulous practice swings but then every time we get our producer comes to the shot which never happens i can hardly even i can hardly even breathe before he hits the shot no he was so he was fast the, he's the king of don't blinks i guarantee you 90 percent <laughs> of the shots matt jones has been shown on our live golf broadcast are the don't blinks because the the guys in the truck just can't react quickly enough to you know to, to get to it keith will yeah. say all right i mean it's, it's yeah 13 matt jones and by the time you get there balls in the air and it's uh, that's a horrible thing because we we have trade names for it but it's a horrible thing to get to a ball that's actually already been struck yeah he's just but he's so fast you literally yeah. just like it's so fast all right well i guess uh we'll we'll get we'll get into it we'll get into the rest of the stuff for me i think the biggest one was uh tiger and nike breaking up their 27 year relationship 27 years i mean that's a long time uh, but also i can't imagine tiger wearing anything else i mean the next time he turns up which i think is the genesis right he's going to be wearing something else now is it going to be his own apparel is it going to be someone else 
What was that stuff, Willie? What was that stuff um, that his, that Charlie was wearing at the father son? At the oh, uh, he was wearing. Uh, oh shit! What's that called? Oh, the same same stuff Justin Thomas is wearing. Yeah, uh, Grayson. He was wearing Grayson, but yeah, I think that's. I think it's more likely bet. like Taylor made makes their own uh, apparel and just double down on that relationship. That seems like such an easy business move for them. Like launch. Well, if you launch an apparel offer line, him more money. Who Taylor? I think they just offered. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just such an easy way to launch an apparel line by putting Tiger Woods' name on it. Like, everybody will buy that. Yeah, but I also saw a, I don't know how true it was, but it could certainly be um, changed on computer, whatever you call those things. Um, uh, He was wearing another brand. I can't remember what it was, but I don't think that's true. But honestly, though, can you you see Tiger wearing something other than a Nike tick on his t-shirt? Or on his shirt? Or his hat? No. No, well, it's had for years had had his own emblem on it, and then the Nike and back the TW, which was trademarked, I believe, by Nike as well. But no, I, but he hasn't worn Nike shoes in a while. He's been wearing those foot joys for a while now. Obviously, he's got other things to consider when choosing his footwear. Um, now, above and beyond performance, probably just basically surviving around. But I, I can't. It's just going to be weird. It's going to be weird it's not be seeing so Tiger weird. in Nike. $500 million in compensation he had received in that 27 years. And I was talking to our greatest critic today, my son, and he's like, that seems like a bargain for the amount of exposure they got with Tiger Woods. Anyways, that that brings me to thinking, what was your favorite Nike Tiger Woods commercial? There's been so many, so many. I mean, the archives are ridiculous but you gotta go with i mean i would say top three you gotta go with the masters one right where the ball rolls in yeah that in one's pretty life. cool yeah 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 um, uh, and then the i love the rory tiger one that was quite funny when they're on the driving range and they're hitting balls and they're hitting balls into people's cups and Stuff. Yeah, that one seemed forced to me. I some of them seemed a little forced. I liked that when when he had the head cover. What was the head cover's name? He, Frank. Frank the head cover. That's Those right. were some of my favorites. Yeah, but I think my favorite was the one where you got the down the line view of him like hitting balls through the warehouse windows with a long iron, you know, two hundred yards away and just picking out. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was a recent one they did. Uh, this was probably the more, most recent out of the ones we've mentioned. But, uh, you know, they had this whole timeline of him uh, winning the majors and, you know, at 43 years old, whatever it was. And then it slides into a different thing and seen the ups and then the lows. There's like a footage of him on the floor, I think, when he had his knee injury or back injury. And then it's like, had the same dream as this three-year-old kid. Have you seen that one? It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's like a it's like a reverse timeline of his life, but the same yeah. dream. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Any of those ones that show him as a, as a little kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I like yeah. those. Anyway, ones with his dad. I, I, the ones that, when he hugged his dad after the '97 Masters, that one still. I mean, because most men who play golf were introduced to the game by their dads and shared a common passion and love for the game. And as I was, those, uh, my dad isn't around like Tiger's dad um, to hug anymore to play golf with. So those are the ones that really sync with me. Yeah. Those are the ones that hit home a little bit. Um, I do like the one that he was juggling 
this was a long time ago, but that made him just so freaking cool. Like, yes, I want to do that. When he was juggling the ball and he was doing all oh, the yeah. tricks that he did. And yeah. That that was like the first time I think juggling became a thing, right? Yeah. Long before all the trick shot yeah. artists on the social media go viral with their crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. like hits it down the range and I'm just like, oh. I remember I was a kid. I was like, that shit is so cool. Oh, and so many kids went out and just kinked the bottoms of their irons trying to do that. You know, you catch <laughs> it on the shaft. Yeah, exactly. Club doing yeah. That. Yep. yeah. People still do, by the way. People still try and do that. I and do it, it is every time I'm on the range. Every time I'm on yeah. the range, I'm doing that. Yeah. Any success? <laughs> I mean, I've broken a club, but I've also like clobbered a couple. So we'll take, you know, two out of nine billion tries. I was playing in a junior tournament once, and I have a really bad temper on the course. And my trick really, was... Really? I couldn't tell. Yeah, fuck off. I would scoop up the ball with the back of my putter, and I'd take a swing at it. And when you're really pissed, you just keep missing it. And then finally, the one time you don't really care, you go to hit it. Well, I was playing in a junior tournament in Las Vegas where I grew up, and I threw this ball up, and I swung as hard as I could, caught it, just dead-ass flush. Over the next tee box, over into the houses, and crash window everything yeah but it was across Someone's the street house? from the golf yeah across the street from the golf course i never found out what i broke i wasn't like the kind of stand-up kid who went jumped in the fence to go over and say that was me i was the kind of kid that was going to run to the next tee and try and tee off as fast as i could someone who's listening to this podcast is going to go no I oh my god it's jerry Fultz, it was him fucking asshole it was him I remember the course. I remember the whole, uh, yeah, I remember everything about it. Oh, that would be so funny if that person actually reached out to us and was like, that, that was, was 1974. That person, 75, that person's dead. You're not? No, but I didn't own a house then either. I mean, that yeah, person was already. a kid in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, there could have been, yeah. Could have been a kid your age in the house got to be a statute of limitations on that i by the way well the only benefit of this forced sobriety is the fact that i can't keep weight on anymore so i'm going to be a much slimmer version when you see me in mexico mm, okay i'm very proud um, of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what were you going to say how Will Will willie balls didn't say anything <laughs> no no he i'm just struggling he didn't like... see how fat i got he'd never seen me in person <laughs> That's also true. I was gonna say, great place to uh, be better, better looking topless, Mexico. So good time of year. No, to, there'll uh... be no, there'll be no topless. I, I would love for him to do our show in Mexico, topless. Yeah, or like a tank. Like let the you know let the guns loose a little bit. No, no, no. I just go topless. Just go like nada. Just no, like I don't have pecs. And... No. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. I bet you. I bet nope, you has got a nice tank top for you to wear. Oh, that's, I'll do a wife beater. Absolutely. At the pool. Yeah, there you, you go. Bet. Only problem is it's a pretty, it's a pretty classy place we're going. You know, Maya Cola is about as nice as you're going to get. You wear a wife beater to those pools. They might just kick us out. Yeah, it is a pretty nice resort. I'm really excited about that. They make really good Palomas there. I'll be definitely having a few of those, I think, on our podcast that week. Are we doing a podcast from there? Yeah. We got to do it down at the beach clubs, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it'll be it'll be a little challenging if it starts getting windy, but uh, that could be fun. Like do it in like a cabana. Got my toes in the wall. 
ass in the sand, not a worry in the... Yep, you got it. That was one of my favorite... Um, probably my high, one of my top highlights from last year's season, like last season, going to the Zach Brown band concert with Jerry Fultz and there were a few players that were actually a lot of players were out there that week for that concert. And they were, it was so good. We're in West Virginia, um, Greenbrier, I think it was. And, and they, they actually sang, uh, what's that song? Country Road. Yeah. West Virginia, yeah. country mama, take yeah. me home. And the crowd just went nuts. Like yeah. everyone was just like, oh my God, they did that song. And they but did that it was well. so much fun. Yeah. yeah. They did it really good. I'm I'm really interested to see. Um, yeah, I know, I know we talk a lot about the golf, but we had some great concert lineups last year. Yes. So I'm really like keen to see. Even some that I knew. Is- which is yeah. I mean, that's well, there unusual. were like yeah. two country artists. We had um, yeah. uh, what's her name? Uh, Laney, Laney, uh, Laney um, Wilson. Laney Wilson, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was there with, and some really good DJs and stuff. So I'm really interested to see what's up this year. I'm actually going to Ed Sheeran. Just to throw it out there, I'm I'm seeing Ed Sheeran in Singapore. It's coming to my neck of the woods. That uh, that just makes me so happy. <laughs> I, I saw him on the store too. He was really, really good. So, enjoy. oh, really? And and what, yeah. what's his he's, biggest he's awesome hit? Live. Oh my god, um, perfect. Probably. I okay. found the girl. Beautiful Ooh, I like that. and sweet. I never knew you were that someone waiting for me. We were just kids when we fell in love. You know that song, right? No, but I love not it now. Knowing what, oh, how do you not know that song? You have such a good voice. Um. Anyway, that that song would probably be on um Willie Balls's wedding list. I'm sure wedding music list. If it's not, uh, it should be now. It might be a I little. It might be. be a little cheesy. Might be a little cheesy. I think you should sing yeah. at the wedding, Sue Ann. So and I get invited to the wedding. Wedding singer. All right, all right, all right. Wrap it up. Let's wrap, wrap it up. The ship wrap it up. up. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. Do subscribe and leave us a comment or five or none at all, whatever you wish. And uh, please do find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're keen to watch it on video, we do have this available on our YouTube channel, as well as our Live Golf Plus. Dreaming app. Till next time, we'll see you soon.